Hey there, it's Joy Foster, founder of Tech Pixies and the host of the Sparkle and Thrive podcast. And in this podcast, I'm going to dive into three of the six social media superhero superpowers. I hope you enjoy it. You might be wondering why I am wearing my daughter's pink silk cake cape if you're watching this live. And if you're listening, let me just describe it that I have a pink silk cape on. And you might be wondering What is that all about? Well, I have spent the last week running the Social Media Superhero Bootcamp, and we run it a couple times a year, and uh, we haven't done it since December of 2021, and it was the most amazing experience uh, to just be back in the room live with people again, and we were talking about the Social Media Superhero Superpowers. So today in the podcast, I'm going to tell you about the three, the first three of the six social media superhero superpowers, and we're going to go a bit deeper on what those are. So can you guess what the first social media superhero superpower is, uh, given the fact that I am wearing a pink silk cape that I had to pull out of the children's costume, uh, costume bag? Well, it is the invisibility cloak. This is the superpower that all of us have. We have an invisibility cloak. And in order to do anything on social media, we have to take the invisibility cloak off. And I'll show you what it looks like when you take the invisibility cloak off. It's not that hard. You might need a little bit of support. You might need a little bit of help. But you can become visible on social media. And it is really important to become visible on social media if you want to connect with people that you've never connected with before, if you want to build the know, like, and trust factor. So connecting with people, building up the know, like, and trust factor, you have to take off your invisibility cloak to do that. I see so many women on social media who post pictures that don't have them in it. They don't do videos. And it's really hard to connect with someone if you can't actually see them. So statistically, when you look at the analytics of a social media account, you will find that statistically videos do better than non-videos. And one of the greatest fears for a lot of people is going live. And I can tell you that when I went live for the first time on my social media feeds, my heart was jumping out of my chest. Literally, it was pounding, pounding, pounding. But what I do also know is that once I went live for the first time, that I had a wave that came over me of peace and calm that I did it. And now here's the beauty of going live on social media. If you don't like it, you can delete it. It's such a game changer to know that I can go live, I can be an idiot, and I can say stupid things and I can delete it. Now, of course, we know that you're not going to say stupid things and you're not going to be an idiot. But we are very hard on ourselves as individuals and we beat ourselves up all the time. So what we talk about in the superhero boot camp that we just ran was how to be done not perfect, how to get something out there that may not be perfect, but it's done, right? And you just put yourself out there. There was a woman on our boot camp who won a prize because she kept going when a fly was jumping all over her. It was you know, flying in and landing on her forehead and flying around. And she just kept going. 
She got a little distracted, but she got back on track and she kept going. And she said, oh, look at that. A fly came in. Well, I live in the country. That's just part of the deal. And guess what? Now we know a little bit more about her. So going live is essential in 2022 on your social media feeds. Now, if you're working for someone else, you've got to get them to go live right? It's really important. You can look at the statistics and you can see the difference between going live and just just posting up a pre-recorded video or just posting up an image. I also want you to know that if you put yourself out there, you're statistically going to do better than if you just do a stock image. And the combination of the two, where you're putting your product out there or you're talking about a testimonial or you're sharing an inspirational quote, and then you're talking about yourself, that combination of switching through the topics is really great. But you have to take your visibility cloak off. You will never connect with people on social media, through social media, with social media, if you are not taking off your invisibility cloak. So that is rule number one. It's also your superpower. Your invisibility cloak is your superpower. And it's important to learn how to use it, when to put it on and when to take it off, right? Now, if you want to go on holiday, great time to put your invisibility cloak back on. And then you use really cool tools on social media like pre-scheduling so that you can pre-schedule content so that it runs while you're gone, right? There's a great opportunity to do that by using pre-scheduling tools. So superpower number one, your invisibility cloak, everyone's got to learn how to take it off. Now, let's talk about superpower number two. Superpower number two is enhanced future vision. Why in the heck do I want to use this social media thing anyway? That's a really important question to ask. What's the purpose of using social media if you don't have a reason for why you're using it, right? The why behind it all. So there's so many different reasons that you can use social media. What's your why? That's what I want to know. Are you trying to build a community of like-minded people? Are you trying to make the world a better place? Are you trying to make people healthier or help people become healthier? Are you a creative and you want to bring creativity to the world? Are you a knitter or a crocheter or a gardener or a website designer or a social media manager? What do you want to use social media for? Enhanced future vision is really important. Now you can ask this question with a very simple four words. What would I love? And I want you to think about that in the context of social media. What would I love? Would I love to connect with like-minded individuals? Would I love to bring in more business? Would I love to learn technology? Keep up with technology? Would I love to stop being tech-shamed by young people in my family, right? Would I love to wow the people in my family that are younger than me? That is superhero superpower number two is your enhanced future vision. Taking time out of your day to say, what would I love to use social media for? Now, if you've been in the Tech Pixie world for any period of time, you've probably heard me say, what would I love? What would I love? What would I love? It's a really important question. We have needs, we have wants, and we have things we would love. And there's a different level of vibration. There's a different level of how we interact with the question when we move from need to want to love. 
So what would you love to use social media for? If you were brave enough to take off your invisibility cloak, what would you love to use it for? That is the question. So what I had people do in the Social Media Superhero Bootcamp was sit for two minutes and write out all the things that they would love. And then my challenge to them was to go and create a Canva vision board about all the things that they would love to see happen in their life, especially with social media in the next two months. And people said things like, I'm so happy and grateful now that I've got a hundred people in my community, a hundred followers on my social media. I'm so happy and grateful now that I've connected with like-minded individuals using social media. I'm so happy and grateful now that I've got my first paying client. I'm so happy and grateful I found one or two ideal clients. And let me tell you, I have one question for you. What is your ideal client? Who is your ideal client? The answer to that is the person who pays you. The person who pays you. So what they were saying was, I'm so happy and grateful now that I've got a paying client. They want one paying client out of social media, two paying clients out of social media. That's where you start. You set a goal, you set a vision. And then your mind, your subconscious mind starts working towards that. What we know is what you focus on grows. That's what I know from neuroscience. That's what I know from neurocoaching. I'm a neuro coach and we know what you focus on grows. It's called the reticular activating system where you focus on the outcome that you want, and thereby you create the outcome that you want by taking action steps towards it. So the action step I asked the boot campers to do was create a vision board with their enhanced future vision. And at the end of the day, say, this or something greater still, right? This or something greater still. I would love one client, one ideal client who's paying me, but hey, I'm not going to say no to two or three or four or five or 10 or 100 this or something greater still. That's what I love about enhanced future vision. What would I love? I'm so happy and grateful now that, as if it's already happened in the present tense, and then this or something greater still. And so we had these gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous Canva vision boards that people put into the group with all of the things that they would love. This or something greater still. So then we move on to the third social media superpower, and that is Network navigation. Network navigation. What network am I going to use to make this enhanced future vision come to fruition? And what I walked everyone through on the Superhero Bootcamp was something called the network matrix. And I talked about how the networks work. And I'm going to run through it here just in case you don't know. So there's a lot of social media networks out there, right? Well, one of them is Facebook, right? Facebook's been around for a long time. It was probably one of the very first networks that sort of took off. It's got an older demographic on it. What's good about an older demographic? They're more established. It's a great place to connect with older people. And they're not that much older because I'm in my 40s, right? So Facebook is a great place to connect with people who are your ideal client and who would love to work with you who may be in their 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s. And what we talked about with enhanced future, uh, the network navigation side of things is, is what Facebook's great for. So Facebook's great for community within a group, right? There's a lot of people who have got Facebook groups that they run, that they manage. I run a Facebook group and manage a Facebook group with my amazing team. 
at Tech Pixies. So Facebook's brilliant for that. And I talked about um, Sarah Dawson, one of our Tech Pixies, who during the pandemic turned her expensive hobby into a business. And she started talking about how she trained horses in Northern Ireland. And then she started getting clients who wanted to board and train, wanted to border their horses with her and train their horses with her. And then she went on to have this horse that won, which was such a big deal. And now she's building a viable business off the back of that. But she was posting her day-to-day -day activity as a horse trainer on Facebook. And that's what worked for her. And then we talked about Pinterest. What can you sell on Pinterest? Well, I told the story of Karen Evans, another tech pixie who sells rubber ducks. Her husband is crazy about rubber ducks. He has a rubber duck store. So he created a business all around rubber ducks. She then put those rubber ducks onto social media. She started with one network and then two networks and three networks and four networks. And as she added the different networks, you could see the sales going up. You could see the traffic to her website going up. One of those networks that worked really well for her was Pinterest because she had so many different types of ducks she could post. She could create tons of different types of pins. And that was a perfect opportunity for her to use Pinterest to drive traffic back to her website. Now, what's the difference between Facebook and Pinterest? Pop quiz. Facebook is not SEO. Pinterest is. So you can put up a picture on Pinterest, link it back to your website, link it back to a product, and someone will go searching for that product and they will find it. And it could have been up there for a year. It could have been up there for two years. It could have been up there for five years. And that, that will drive traffic back to your website long after you've pinned it. Facebook, you post it and it's there for a short period of time. If the algorithm picks it up, fabulous. If it doesn't, it disappears. And it's very hard to go back and find stuff. And it doesn't show up on social media in the same way that a search will show up for Pinterest. So really important to understand the difference between those two. So Pinterest is an SEO-friendly social media network. And Facebook is more of a community network where people are connecting in live real time with each other. The other thing to know about the difference between those two networks, and we're going to go into the other ones as well, is that Pinterest isn't a social media network like Facebook in that sense that it's not a community. You're not going to go on to Pinterest to have a chat and conversation with a bunch of people and create all these friends. It's really for cataloging things that you want to be inspired by or that you want to be used or that, or that you want to use or that you want to click through, etc. So really important to understand the differences, the nuances. And that's what I went through when I talked about the network matrix. All right, other networks. Let's talk about YouTube. YouTube is an SEO network. It's not a community network. It's an SEO network. You can go on YouTube and you can search, how do I blah, blah, blah. And you will get a million videos on how you can do whatever it is that you want to do. So YouTube is, it's, it's a search engine. It's a video search engine owned by the largest search engine in the world, which is Google, right? So really important to understand, YouTube is an SEO social media network, and it's not a social media network from the community sense that like Facebook is. Now, what's another community network? Instagram. Instagram is a great community network. There's communities all over Instagram about all sorts of different things. They're more public communities, whereas Facebook is more closed communities. Instagram is really about who you follow, who you connect with, who you engage with, right? 
There's not private groups like there are on Facebook. But if you're really interested in interior design, there's a whole community of interior designers on Instagram. If you're really interested in social media, there's a whole community of social media um, managers on Instagram. And Tech Pixies has added a lot of those social media managers into the world, right? So it's a place to go and connect with like-minded people in a public forum. And one thing I will tell you is it is a social network from that community aspect. So that's, again, understanding the difference, understanding the nuances of these different networks, right? And how they work with each other. I talked about B2B versus B2C, right? What's the difference between B2B and B2C? Well, B2B is business to business. B2C is business to consumer. Business to business, B2B is like a bookkeeper selling to businesses, right? It's like an accountant selling to businesses. It's like a social media manager selling to businesses, right? That's B2B. B2C is direct to the consumer, direct to the person that is going to benefit from that service, right? Tech Pixies is direct to consumer, right? The person who wants to upskill social media in order to return to work, change careers, or start a business, they are our customer. And if they pay us, they're, they're our ideal customer, right? Business to customer, B2C. So the networks that are really good with B2C are pretty much all of them. Uh, I have seen Instagram work as well as B2C, depending on what you're selling. We have a woman in our community named Sarah Darling, and she is a canine gait massage therapist. So she, she's got lots and lots of dogs that she looks after and she massages. Well, guess what? Business owners are dog owners, right? People who work for businesses are dog owners. And guess what? The pandemic changed our relationship with dogs. There were many dog owners that became dog owners, dog owners as a result of the pandemic. Many of us still work from home with our dogs by our sides. So she leveraged LinkedIn with a B2C product by just talking about the importance of looking after your dog in the hot weather and making sure that they are getting the care that they need from a massage perspective, et cetera. And by posting articles on LinkedIn, she got attracted, she attracted the interest from a canine magazine and canine publication, canine blog that wanted to promote her. She's been on the radio. She's done all sorts of amazing stuff off the back of posting regularly about canine gate massage therapy. And she's doing it on LinkedIn as well as on the other networks. So LinkedIn is, is very much a B2B network, but depending on what you're selling, it can also work from a B2C perspective. But I would say it's definitely more B2B, definitely more B2B. So when you're thinking about which network should I use, think about your product. Am I B2B? Am I B2C? What kind of product do I have or service do I have? Right. And even if you're a charity, you're offering a service to someone What's what service are you offering and is it B2C or B2B, right? And or is it B to public sector, right? Public sector to public sector. Okay, so we talked about B2B, B2C. We also talked about SEO. So those were some of the key things we talked about. We also talked about news. And here's the deal with news. If you want breaking news, guess where that breaking news is going to be? It's going to be on Twitter. Twitter is going to have whatever breaking news you want, and you're going to be able to follow the journalists that you love. You're going to be able to follow the publications that you love, and you're going to be able to get all the latest publications. Twitter's brilliant for that. 
And if you want to if you want to connect with live events, things that are going on right now or things that are going on in your industry in terms of an event or a conference that you can't publicly go to or, you know, viably go to, you can watch it online. You can connect with it online. Twitter's perfect for that. LinkedIn is great for industry news, really great for industry news. Can I just tell you all the other news that you see on Facebook is like clickbait, right? I don't even bother. I turned off the the, the news section of Facebook because it was just full of stuff that was just clickbait, clickbait, clickbait. It was just trying to get me to click and get go down this rabbit hole of news. So you want reliable industry news. You want the updates from the CEOs, the COOs, the CTOs, the people that are running the companies. Get on LinkedIn. That's where they are. You want breaking news or you want to follow your favorite publications and get articles from them, get on Twitter, right? You want to be involved in the live event conversation, Twitter's where it's at. So the news really, uh, I'd say LinkedIn and Twitter are your two best places when it comes to news. Okay, then we talked about in the, in the matrix for networks, we also talked about the different ways you can post, right? So I talked about how Instagram was initially images. Pinterest is still very image heavy. So they're the image networks where you will post up an image. On Pinterest, you can link the image back to your website. Instagram, you cannot, right? So unless you share it in your stories and add a link sticker, you can't just put a link in your grid post on Instagram and expect people to click through. They won't be able to do it. So we talked about how image drove Instagram and Pinterest, and it still drives Pinterest today, okay? And then we talked about other ways to post on social media. So another way to post on social media is text and links, URLs. So if I go to https colon forward slash forward slash techpixies.com, that's a URL, or techpixies.com, that's a link, right? It's more or less the same thing. URL includes all of the extra stuff. Text is just a sentence, a sentence, two sentences, three sentences. Twitter is great for, for a sentence. Like you want to shock the world, put a sentence out on Twitter. If it does really well, you can turn it into an Instagram post. We're seeing that a lot, right? People will take the sentence that did really well on Twitter and they'll stick it on Instagram as a post, right? So text is just a sentence, two sentences. It's meant to get engagement, right? It's meant to get people to say things uh, or to, to react, right? And uh, sometimes it's profound. You know, I think Stephen Bartlett puts a lot of really profound text out onto social media and it works really well. And sometimes it's just idiotic and stupid, right? So we, we also have control over who we follow and what we watch and what we're connected to. And quite frankly, we need to be really good curators of the social media that we follow. And we need to encourage our children to be really good curators of the social media that they follow so that they're listening to and watching things that is actually going to enhance their life rather than not enhance their life, okay? So it's the same thing for you. You have to model it for them, right? So links and URLs. You can put URLs, you can put links onto uh, in LinkedIn, you can put them onto Twitter, you can put them onto Facebook. Uh, big top tip on that, you need to make sure they scrape well. So a lot of websites do scrape well these days, but in the old days, the, it, it was, the scraping was terrible. And so there's really great plugins for WordPress called Yoast SEO and otherwise, 
where you can make sure there's a good image and make sure there's a good description so that when it goes up onto social media, it looks good. So really important to pay attention to how it looks when it's posted onto social media, right? So that's those are links, those are URLs. And if you're gonna put a link or URL on Pinterest, you're gonna connect it to a video or a static image. So you can't just put an image up on Pinterest, you gotta link it back somewhere, right? And you can't just put a link on Pinterest at, without an image. You have to do the image and the link. That's how that works. But what's great about that is you can create five different pins for the same link with five different pictures. How cool is that? So if you've identified, okay, Pinterest is for me, then there you go. You've got the ability to create a post and share it five different ways. So the example I gave on the Superhero Bootcamp was my um, student, Carolyn, She's got a website, it's a site called Langdon Hyde, and she talks about interior design. And one, and what she does is she's created content that's the A to Z or the A to Z of interior design. So the I is industrial design. And how cool is this? She's got multiple pictures about industrial design. She could create multiple pins about industrial design. Same link, five different pictures of industrial design. So if someone's searching on Pinterest for industrial design, they might come across her image that then clicks through to her uh, blog post, and that's SEO. They might find that years after she's originally published it, right? See how this is all coming together? See how you can use these different networks in different ways to connect with different people? It's super, super cool. So what I always ask people after I've gone through all the networks, I say, well, what network lights you up? Which one would you be excited about learning? And I get all sorts of answers, right? Because it depends on the type of content you're creating. Now, we haven't talked about TikTok. Well, TikTok was the superstar of video. Short video, entertaining video, fun video. As soon as TikTok came out, everyone's like, oh, how do we like keep up, right? And that's where reels came into play. And stories came into play when Snapchat created these disappearing posts, right? That's what stories do. They disappear after 24 hours. These networks feed off each other. One of them creates one thing, and then the other networks go, oh, I like that. I'm going to try that too. Clubhouse came out during the pandemic. That's a sound network. And some of the other networks have picked up on, well, I can create a sound platform within my network because we've already got all these people there and people loved Clubhouse. So why wouldn't they love doing sound on our network? So Twitter introduced sound, LinkedIn introduced sound. So sound is a way you can post where you're just, it's just like a live radio show. And there's no need to be on camera with your invisibility cloak off. You can, you can have your invisibility cloak on and you can talk and no one can see you, but they can hear you. That's, you know, that's one way of doing social media with sound. Now, there's another way of doing social media, and that's video. And guess what, folks? In 2022, live video is super important. And I'm filming this video live. Now, you might be listening to it on our podcast because we download it, edit it, slap it up on the podcast, send it out to our mailing list, etc. You might be listening to it. You might be watching it on replay on all of our networks because it's just gone out. Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter. I'm live on Instagram. It's super cool. And it's just getting better and better. And it's a great way to connect with your audience, to answer questions live, to build the know, like, and trust factor, to show up for the people you care about. 
I care massively about the Tech Pixies in my community and the Tech Pixies who are thinking about being Tech Pixies. That's why I show up and do the lives. So what I what I always say on the Superhero Bootcamp is, what would you love to do? Would you love to do video? Would you love to do podcasts? Would you love to do blogs? That's one of our other superpowers, which I'm going to get into on our next part two of the Social Media Superhero Powers. But live video is one way to get your message out there, and it's one of the most powerful ways, and it does really well statistically. So there you have it. That's part one of the Social Media Superhero Superpowers. And I'm really excited that you decided to listen to this podcast if you're listening or that you decided to watch this podcast if you're watching, because I think it's important to explain how social media works in 2022. It's really important to explain it. And it's really important for people to understand how they can leverage it. And I love the word leverage. How do I make it work for me? Really, really important. How do I make it work for me? How do I make it work for my business? How do I make it work for the business that I work for, right? So important. And in the next podcast, I'm going to talk about the superheroes four, five, and six. So you're going to want to listen to that. I also have a really big surprise and announcement, and that is that for the very first time, we are opening up our VIP group coaching program for six weeks only as part of the social media uh, summer school that we are running for 2022. It's going to start on August 1st, and we do have early bird pricing. So if you're listening to this uh, and it's uh, before Monday, the 25th, you'll be able to join with an early bird price. So you can find out all the information at techpixies.com forward slash yes or techpixies.com forward slash summer school or just go to techpixies.com and click on the information about summer school and you can find out all about it. I'm really excited about this. We've never done that. We've never opened up our VIP group coaching program for a very short period of time to get stuck in in six weeks and learn Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, uh, Pinterest, and YouTube. You're also going to learn strategy. And there's a whole bunch of bonuses. We have an incredible bonus called build your business, which is getting your website up and running, getting your lead magnet up and running, learning about branding to make sure you're on brand, right? Really important to make sure you're on brand. We've got a boost your business bonus where you will learn how to um, boost your business. Right? How do I get my first social media client if I'm going to be a social media manager? How do I get my first 100 sales if I want to sell using social media? And we also have an introduction to Facebook ads, which is super cool if you want to learn how to supercharge your social media. Facebook ads is just the first of many ad platforms, but it's one of the ones most people start out with. And we also have a block-busting bonus using your brain. And this is what Tech Pixies is really about. It's about the power of your brain in order to overcome the barriers that hold you back from using social media, that hold you back from taking off your invisibility cloak. And in that bonus, we have the brain priming bonus, where we help you to create and craft a brain prime that uses brain-based evidence that says, I am worthy of being paid for my skills. I am good at what I do. I bring value into this world and it really helps you leverage your own evidence in your own life that you are a good mother, a good wife, a good friend, 
a good social media manager, a good business owner. You are enough. You can do it. And we show you how to craft it in a way using neuroscience that it goes super deep and it creates a new neurological pathway for your mind so that your default thought is I am worthy. I am enough. I am loved. I am powerful. And it's all based on brain-based evidence. I am uniquely certified to run brain priming in the UK. And there are very few people in the country that are able to do it. I have a unique perspective as well as a business owner, an entrepreneur, and also as someone who knows social media. So brain priming is one of the bonuses that you get for summer school. We also have our life coaching toolkit where we dive into all 12 of the major social media fears that people have. Things like fear of um, perfectionism, right? It's this, everything has to be perfect or social media imposter syndrome, right? Or cognitive bias, the spotlight effect. If I put something out there, everyone's going to be watching. Guess what? They're not. They're focused on themselves. So you putting yourself out there is your opportunity to practice and see what works and what doesn't work. We talk about all of that in this in the life coaching toolkit. So we've got the brain priming and the life coaching toolkit. And here's my favorite part. If you join our social media summer school, you also get my very first money mindset training. Everyone has been asking me for this for a very, very long time. I've had my own aunt's automatic negative thoughts about creating it, but I've decided that I'm going to put it into the summer school bonus and make myself do it. But also, I know you're going to benefit from it because I have helped hundreds of women write the invoice that they should have been writing but didn't, send the invoice that they wrote but didn't, right? I've helped women come off of being volunteer social media managers to being paid social media managers. I've helped women see their value and charge their value. So I can help you do that too. So if you decide to join the Social Media Summer School, you'll have the opportunity to jump in on all of that. And like I said, if you join before Monday, the 25th of July, you also benefit from early bird pricing. I hope to see you on the other side. And I'd love to tell you about superpowers number four, five, and six on the next podcast. So make sure you tune in next week. Bye for now.